Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 83. In a world. No. (laughs) Far, far away. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the About the Church podcast. My name is Cliff Ravensrath. And my name is T.G. (laughs) Where a civilization that does not know it even exists is about to come alive. And we love to laugh. Oh, yeah. heck do people consider this a faith-based podcast anyway you know you know christianity is not you're not supposed to have this much fun in christianity oh yeah exactly you know this is uh well this is a great segue really honestly because i'm actually right now at the very very beginning stages of of uh, co-authoring a book with a friend of mine okay and uh we had a long a pretty good long discussion yesterday i need to tell you this story about my day yesterday (laughs) because wow is insane um but anyway we were talking about how so much of the understanding of holiness, which is to be set apart and you know to be holy as God is holy, a lot of times people take that to the nth degree, which means you know no like like Asbury College, no screen print screen print T-shirts. Um, you know you 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 can't of course cuss, drink, watch rated R movies. You can't watch PG movies in some cases. I mean it's just it's one of those things where it's just holiness has somehow gotten the reput the reputation of of talking about what you, everything you should take away. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so we're actually going to be writing a book about why can't holiness actually be having the understanding of abundance, abundant life and, and, and enjoyment. So you can actually find holiness even in the midst of, of, of actually having fun and enjoying life and, and enjoying friendships and, and relationships and stuff like that. So, uh, you heard just a little snippet of our of our book that we're actually going to be writing. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. I'm excited about this. You're not going to sell it, are you? Uh, well, I think he will want to, so <laughs> I would. Kidding. I won't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? Yes, I'm probably going to have to eat all my words if we actually make that this is book. Hilarious. It's probably going to be sold. Yes. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, well, so when I write my own book, it won't. <laughs> there you go. Well, everybody, we want to let you know, DG and I have both had, we've already seen a very awesome movie I, that is going to be released tomorrow. Yes. And or Midnight Tonight, which would be tomorrow, technically. Exactly. And so, therefore, we want to let you know we're going to mention just a few things about Harry Potter, but we're not going to share any kind of spoiler information in this show. <laughs> Calvin says, if you spoil it, I will kill you. There will be no Which spoilers. is the very Christian thing to do. Exactly. Death. And by the way, <laughs> if you guys want to, go to familyfromtheheart.com. And episode number 66 is our full review. Stephanie and I uh, saw Spoiler. the movie. Uh, well, here's the thing. It is very, we did it in a very awesome way, and I'm, I think we're going to do all of our movie reviews this way for Family from the Heart. The first, and it, we actually recorded the beginning before the intro, so we talked and talked and talked. The first 23 minutes of that episode spoiler are tw- free. is completely spoiler free. I mean, void of any spoiler. Right. And then safe, it's safe to listen. Exactly. And then at the after that, we said, "Okay, turn this thing off now. Come back to 24 minutes or 23 minutes or whatever it is after you have seen the movie and pick up here and hear our full review of us discussing all the things that we saw in the movie. 
Um, and then at the end of that, we did the extra, but then we, we waited and then we recorded the intro so we could say at the beginning how long, how long it was until, yeah, exactly. See, pretty interesting. So yeah, we did that and that's available family from the heart.com. All right. So, but with that being said, DG, wow, what an awesome movie. It was, I, I told Stephanie, it was my favorite Harry Potter to date. By far best in the series. I mean, leaps and bounds, in my opinion, mm-hmm. best in the series. It had, in my opinion, it was, for me, it was mostly due to the cinematography. The, the Whatever it is that, you know, the, obviously, and, and I shared this in Failing from the Heart, but whatever they're doing, they're always... They're always improving upon their experience as directors, as as um, cinematographers, as, as staging and everything. And I really felt that that world to me was so much more real. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So that that's something. And then the other thing that Stephanie really enjoyed was the humor. There, It was just an absolutely hilarious movie. Tons and tons and tons of humor. Which was, uh, and I, I say this all the time whenever I review movies, I literally hold everything up to what I consider to be the best classical movies of my growing up. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and that's it, and that's me growing up. You know, so you're not going to get, <laughs> you're not going to get Casablanca in my viewpoint of saying this is the best movie I've ever, ever you're gonna made. You're going to get like Braveheart. No, you're gonna you're gonna get Star Wars. You're gonna get Back to the Future. You're gonna get Indiana Jones, oh, the original yeah. ones, and so. In my mind, that is what just classic, good quality movie making is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't rely on sex. It doesn't rely on tons and tons of blood or violence. It just relies on a good storyline yes. and, and, and good acting. And, 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 and I think one of those aspects of that, too, is humor. Because in all those movies, they add humor at the perfect moment. It's not just a completely serious movie. And it allow, it gives the movie itself balance yes and so that's the reason i loved this movie is because i mean they dealt with some very serious serious issues mm-hmm. but humor was latent throughout the entire thing and it and, w- and part of it of course you know it's just because it's a good book yeah <laughs> and the humor is in the book too you know there's lots of humor in the books as well but i just think they did such a great job of balancing out um super serious parts uh with really super funny parts i mean there mm-hmm. were some and 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 two or three of the laugh out loud funny moments for me were just acting. Yeah. It was not even a line. It was a facial expression yep. of a professor, you know, or or a certain scene with the with the spider and the acting of Mr. Potter himself. Uh just it's just awesome. I mean, it was it, there were some great, amazing, hilarious moments yeah. in this movie. You talked about the fact, you know, the one thing I loved about this, and we can compare this to Transformers, which I think, um, you know, I originally my my thing was, well, I like Transformers for what it is. And, you know, as long as you take it. But the more I think about it, Transformers 2 was a horrible movie. Um, I, I, you know, I've had some more time to think about it. And it, it it's a movie that I'm not even looking forward to, I, even if. Well, there, first of all, there's no way I'd let my kids watch it. Uh, and number two, if I did, I wouldn't <laughs> be looking forward to it. Uh, but I will say I love and respect a movie that can talk about teenage romance without the need for showing sexual innuendo. Yes. The only part in this movie that even had anything remotely and it was not, it wasn't in, it wasn't intentional 
but it just was too obvious because I have a perverted mind, maybe, was the Quidditch matches. But, I mean, come on. You've got a broom out of your crotch. <laughs> it's just, oh, TG. I don't... You know, it's, I was it's very not, phallic. It's very, very phallic. Very phallic. I totally disagree with because you. Because every shot was like, hey, hey, hey. Look at me! I'm the most awesome Quidditch player in the world. You know, it's I did. I would. I never. The two gullies. A, the two gullies. In a million years, I would have never. It was phallic. I would have never even thought of that yeah, until you just said that. Pervert. And I now, am. when I go to see the the final two <laughs> movies, I'm. Th- you have ruined this for me. <laughs> no, just the Quidditch parts. That's it. Just that's, the- that's all. I've <laughs> Rem says you should. Or Rem, uh, Richard says that you should. Um, Listen to Transformers 2 review. He calls it Trashformers. I did listen to that. <laughs> and uh, he's right on, by the way. He, yeah, I, he's you know, completely right on. Well, the way I described Transformers was it was, you know, this is this is the movie review podcast. This is awesome. I like this. Um, yeah. I, the way I described Transformers was it is it is entertainment. It is lots of explosions and slow and motion it, boobs <laughs> bouncing up and well, down. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and it, but it was just it, it had, you know, st- stupid humor. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it wasn't well, even and, like good humor. It was just stupid humor. And they had drug humor, which I thought was out of place for the movie altogether. Did yeah, not so, even need to be in there. So, yeah, I just, I, and that, but it, it was, it, it did what I think its main purpose was. And that was just to entertain with a big blockbuster with lots of explosions. And that's, and the sad thing is, is they're getting away with it. Yeah. They're going to make movies that actually make money. By doing those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, here, here's the city girl in our chat room says, my husband took country my eight. Girl, country or, Is it country? I'm sorry. Uh, country girl says, I took my eight-year-old, or my husband took my eight-year-old and was appalled. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think I remember her listening to Stephanie and I review this as her husband had taken, you know, had oh, while, done, they, while they were there. She's so, like, oh, no. Something like that. So that it rem- <laughs> if it wasn't her, it was somebody else in our chat room. And and I was like, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, definitely. It, it was... It is not a kids movie, and and I'm even more upset about the fact that that is gear. I mean, whether or not they made it for the intended audience of children, they're still marketing those toys to children, which right, yeah, makes yeah. every child want to see the movie. Well, when we, when you and I were, you know, because we went and watched that one, didn't we? Did we see that together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I was I was out there afterwards, out out there with you, and thinking this is. I don't even know if I would bring a 13 year old, even though it's PG 13. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say definitely no one under 13 for this movie. Well, there, and, and that was my first thought. Where, you know, of course, you're a father, so I mean, you you automatically think about those things. I don't have any kids, and so it was as soon as you mentioned, it, I was like, oh yeah, no, 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 no one under thirteen. There, there were scenes in Transformers Two, DG, that I will tell you um, did more of the chemical reaction in my mind as far as sexually related materials. There was more in Transformers 2 than some R-rated movies. See, there was less in Transformers 2 than it was the Quidditch match in Harry Potter. I, <laughs> I totally disagree with that. No, but, I'm joking. Okay. It was a joke. Come okay, on. gotcha. No, but uh, going back to Harry Potter, though, I, I think that the humor yes. was awesome. And, and the acting, I mean, I, this was the first time I could tell that the children, you know, the uh, the, the actors and the actresses that play the kids there were the the ones that are the main leads, mm-hmm. not the side characters. The side characters were not very good actors, mm-hmm. um, but the main leads in here are becoming beautiful actors and actresses. Yes, I mean, just amazing. I found amazing myself actors and actresses. in one scene. I found myself actually. It was the very beginning of the movie. It's like 
You know what? I didn't know the people's names who play these characters. If that's not sad. But anyway, the guy who plays Harry Potter, I sat there. There was one minute before I actually entered into the world. It was in it was right at the very first scene. And I'm sitting there thinking he makes a lot of money, doesn't he? (laughs) You know, (laughs) well, uh, Ryan, a guy that saw it with me, uh, he was like, are they in any other movies? I was like, Ryan, they, how in the world could they be in any other movies? I mean, these are they're filmed back to back to back to back. They got them when they came out of the womb. Right. <laughs> you know? I was like, there's no way they could have enough time to be able to go into other movies. All they do is one movie, endorse it, start the next one. You know, it's just I said, so maybe two years from now, we'll actually start seeing some of these actors and actresses pop up in other movies. Right. So, but, um, <laughs> so Richard says, uh, "Welcome to the first podcast, a new series about the movies from GSPN." Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, we I've decided we actually were considering doing. Stephanie and I were going to actually create and launch a brand new podcast called GSPN at the Movies, but we decided not to uh, because we uh, we already have a lot of podcasts and, and movies are very expensive. Well, well, at that time, because you didn't have any. Well, no, 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 we we made it the decision based upon whether or not we got on the press list. Right, right, right. So, so that's when we made the decision. However, we decided, well, we already do a lot of podcasts, and sometimes we're really hard up for content to discuss in those podcasts. It's sure, like, sure. why don't we include that as a part? Yeah, and, yeah, sure. And so for the family stuff, we we can incorporate shows that, that we can talk about from a family perspective. And so here in this podcast, I think the question is, is should, you know, th- I think it's okay to talk about it here because from a church perspective, and, and this goes back to what you were talking about, as Christians, you know, I believe it is important for us to not – I think the world when, – when Stephanie and I, as Christians, made a decision to start podcasting about the television show Lost. Right. And then, oh, my goodness, Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> yeah. You know? But, dude, from your upbringing this, – and this is really interesting. I think this is a great topic for what – you know, for this podcast. Your upbringing – Probably would have been an upbringing with that said, no Grey's Anatomy ever. Yeah. It, because there's, there's no question. Because there's sex in there. There's, you know, fighting. There's cussing. There's, you know, and 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 probably probably way too graphic of a doctor. I mean, you know, going too graphic, just no, doctors. For me, stuff. the only thing so far that would be in there is is anything sexually related. And a lot of people really get upset because Cliff's stance, you know, and feelings about homosexuality or my own uncomfortableness with that issue. Right, right, sure. But no, it, it, it's sexuality in in general. I mean, right, I, I right. don't even like pretend married couples having sex, you know, in or any kind right, of scene. Right, right. It's like, you know, you come into my house. I don't sit there and make out with my wife, you know, when you're in. And I don't right. expect you to do that in front of me in a TV show. It's like. Right. You know, but that's you, but that's what I'm saying. So so you but you are watching that now, mm-hmm. and you are podcasting about that. So can you walk the listeners through and walk me through, um, you know, how you personally dealt with that, with your faith, and and then watching the, these kinds of stuff. I, I mean, I'm just interested. I would yeah, love to know. Yeah, well, the, that's the thing. Uh, number one, I I always view it. I I don't ever bring a Christian quote unquote perspective to the movie mm-hmm. because I I think that it's like well I don't have any I, I can give you my perspective of the movie sure and you are a Christian I, I so. happen to be a Christian right. and it's just who I am so anything you ever hear come out of my mouth 
hopefully would become come from some kind of perspective that is at least influenced by my faith. Right. All right. Now, I can't say that I'm an example of Christianity in everything that comes out of my face, by my mouth, out of your face, out of my face. <laughs> it was snot, earwax, but <laughs> eye boogers, tears. You have earwax coming out of your face? Well, it's kind of on the side of your face. There you go. <laughs> Nice. No, but yeah, I mean, but I, but no. Here's the thing: there are things that I'll be honest with you. There are sometimes it's difficult to actually enjoy a movie because there are things in these things that morally disgust me. Right. And it and it's not just homosexual. It, it is you know it is just flat out sex in the on call room in Grey's Anatomy between um right between uh, the, surgeries. What do you want to do? Let's make out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just why. Why yeah. do you have to put that? That is, and then Desperate Housewives. I, I, that I will tell you, one of the most brilliant, brilliantly written TV dramas is Desperate Housewives. Yeah, most, I disagree. Pushing Daisies, by far the best. Okay, I, I'm I, joking. I, but I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. this show deals with some real life issues, and it does it in a way that is entertaining and is funny. And there's a lot of stuff that is really good messages. I mean, right. I, I, in fact, we did a uh, our church watermark did a series called Desperate Households, and the and every single sermon started with either one to two scenes from. Right. that show sure. and it carried it's like do you see how that was carried out with these and and our pastors didn't do that is that midnight oil sorry they did not oil. do that cliche of we never watched this and and but here's three scenes and and i have no idea who these characters are right our, our pastors at the time i think it was already out for like two seasons and they went out and they rented and they literally watched every episode of two seasons before they did that series and then they picked out the parts that they wanted to talk about. And they said, this is, there's something going on with this show that's resonating with the culture in America yeah. when it comes to family. And, and, and so, but yeah, it, there's, but I despise being, having crap thrown in there and having half naked women and, and, you know, or mostly naked women, not just half. I mean, I'm talking, you know, bra and panties just more often than it needs to be. And it's like, why do you put this in the show? And so as a, sure. as a Christian, I as somebody who wants to remain not just holy, but I just want I just want my thoughts to remain pure. Right. You know, when I think sexual thoughts, there's only one woman in this world that I think that those kind of thoughts should be applied to. And I do not like from you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. From me. I was like, man, that's not going to be fun for me. <laughs> if but, she's the only woman. I but I don't like to have those things brought up because, the, you know, we men have chemical reactions in our mind that that cause us to feel certain things when we see certain things. And right. And, and to shoot things yeah. and then to run in the dirt and get. I'm just sorry. Yeah. But yeah, I. Uh, yeah. It, and it's it's one of those things to where. Like the like. A prime example of this is my pastor at uh, at the church this last Sunday uh, said, you know, the whole uh, what is what's that what's the phrase uh, trash in trash out or whatever it is like garbage, garbage in garbage, in, garbage, garbage out. out yeah and this whole mentality that we have that if you put garbage in then you know that's just what you're going the way you're going to live your life and that garbage out is going to be happening. Do you like not that. believe that? Well, 
it's too black and white for me. Okay. And that's the issue I have with it. You're not being honest about the about about the gray matter in life. Not okay. just brain. Sorry. That's about the grayness of life. I don't think that the world is completely black and white. If the world was completely black and white, um, then I think that Christ wouldn't have even hung out with tax collectors or prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, prostitution would probably, and I don't know if it would disgust God, but I think it really saddens God. Mm-hmm. And God loves those people that are even in the midst of the prostitution, whether it's by choice or not by choice. He's saddened by it, and he has a passion to love those people that were that would be in prostitution, for example. Mm-hmm. And and yet Christ came into this world, and the sheer fact that he, that he, the God that's holy, came into this world shatters everything that says everything has to be black and white. Because here is white going into the midst of black mm-hmm. and on purpose <laughs> and getting messy with the black and dealing with the black. Now, he didn't become black himself. He always stayed white. You know, he always stayed pure. And that's where but, I'm going to say exactly garbage but, in, garbage out has a lot to do with how much influence as compared to what are you balancing this with. But that's what I'm saying, though, is if you don't have garbage in, then you're going to just you're going to just put yourself into a a hole yes. and just be, you know, this Christian ghetto or this holy huddle that says, I can't, I can't even, I can't even relate to the world, much less even discuss things with the world because I have to stay so pure. Yes. And that goes back to exactly what I was talking about earlier is what is your view of holiness? And I think your, everyone's understanding of holiness is, is what determines your view of sacred versus secular. Mm hmm. And I think that the sheer fact of the incarnation is really not, and what I mean by incarnation is basically God himself coming down into the world, okay? I mean, this was not just exactly what I was describing earlier, you know, just here is this light going into the darkness kind of a thing. And so I think that if if we believe that our God would do that, would go to the to go to the dirty places on purpose for sharing a light and a life, then we can't just stay in a huddle. We can't just, you know, stay in our churches. We have got to, and this is this is the God that I serve. We got to follow the footsteps of Christ. That's going to, you know, bars. It's going to weddings with beer. I mean, with wine everywhere. That's going to these places. And and I think that's the challenge. Is you you know I think garbage in garbage out is just it's way too simplistic. I. I, I agree when he, I have a real concern. First of all, I, I, I want to re- emphasize something you said. Holy Holiness does not equal holy huddle. No, 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 not clarifying. I'm, I'm, I'm reemphasizing what you oh, say. Okay, okay. Holiness does not mean holy huddle. Being set apart doesn't mean that you completely gather with other people who are holy like you, who think the way you do, do the things you do and are perfect and don't do any wrong or sur- and don't take sure. any garbage in right and you have your little huddle going on no that that violates the scripture that we are to be in the world right and but not of the world be all things to all people so that you can actually share the gospel so to be in the world sometimes we are going to have there is going to be some garbage we take in jesus hanging around parties with tax collectors and prostitutes i'm sure there were some very unholy things <laughs> taking sure. place there some very so. secular things some very as you said black things and when it darkness is, yeah, yeah, in yeah. darkness and so basically 
what I I believe is that I, I do believe in garbage in, garbage out. I, I do. But if that's all, if, if, if all of a sudden it's like, okay, I can't take any garbage in. No, no. Here's what I think. I, I think that that's a, is an oversimplistic algebraic equation. Right. Exactly. It's like it, it's garbage in minus, you know, or no uh, goodness in minus garbage in equals <laughs> output to the X degree. I don't know. But here's <laughs> well, the thing. But, uh, why why, why, why was, allow for the redemption of the garbage? Well, here, that's what I'm trying to get at. OK. And here's my philosophy of, you know, how is it that Christ was able to enter into that and be a light to those people. Okay. It's because he was daily being renewed. And well, of course, he he was God, but still he spent time with the father. He, he demonstrated to us through his actions things that we ought to incorporate in our life. And that is daily being renewed by God. And and seeking God's kingdom first. And so therefore, if we're in if we're if we're if we're constantly seeking out the word of God um, and and the the leading of the Holy Spirit, and we're dedicating our lives to Him, and we enter these situations. I think it is possible for me to maintain my faith and watch a television show that does have depravity in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think that's the thing is is why can't we watch a rated R movie, Harry Potter, that has witchcraft in it or magic, that it's very explicit in the in the Bible. Do not mess with magic. <laughs> That we can watch those things, and why can't we bring about redemption in in the lives of the people who watch that, in the lives of the people who make that, right? Uh, who write those books? Why can't we be able to use that as I think Christ would to be able to have a conversation, relationship, relationship, community, and then you know hopefully a relationship with Christ in the midst of that community? And I th- I th- that's the that's a huge part for me. It really is. And so, like I was talking to another friend of mine, and he said that his wife will not watch anything that deals with magic because of, I think, because I think ultimately, I think ultimately it's, it's her view of holiness Mm -hmm. of, you know, there's gotta be a sacred, there's gotta be a sacred here. And, uh, and I said, well, has she ever seen, uh, the line, the witch in the wardrobe, like, you know, the Chronicles of Narnia stuff. And he was like, no, she won't watch it. And I was like, why? And he said, because in that movie, God dies. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? Because, oh my God, you know, you just want to shake. You want, oh, sorry. You, want, you just want to shake your microphone. You, want to just, you just want to shake her to be able to say, yeah, your God did die. And yeah. he rose again. Like that is the God you believe in, hopefully. <laughs> and there's, there's life in the midst of death. And, and, you know, it's I just, anyway, I just, yeah, it, it was just, but it was just like, okay, how far are you going to take that? And hey, I'm right there with you. I, I will I will play on the other side of the seesaw. You can take the other side too far as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to where you like all the rated R movies so much that you start watching porn and you know and just things like that. That can happen as well. That 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 is the thing. And 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 I think it has. And especially if you are if you are not in communion with God, and whatever that means for you. Right. You know whether that means reading God's word consistently or sp- consistent time of prayer or right. or uh, being in fellowship with other believers on a on a regular basis. Whatever communion with God is for you, if you're not in communion with God and you are taking in a lot of garbage, right? I personally do believe my void of communion with God and and being set apart, garbage in equals garbage out. And and that's and that's basically just saying. 
<laughs> well, we won't get into that. I was going to say, can you lose your salvation? <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I don't think it's so. No, because but, but, but let, I'm let me just, tell you, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm taking when I when I, I when I went to college, I I did break my communion with God, and and now not that God didn't love me. And oh, that, sure. that God didn't care for me and not that I didn't cry out and say, I'm sorry, like four or five different times, you know, <laughs> when I was at the end of my rope. Yeah, exactly. But I, I will tell you that when I was in college, I joined a fraternity and I did things that I never dreamed I would do. And and I let I lived. I was a garbage in garbage out person. Right. Exactly. And and it really showed me new things about where my life could be without God. And when I say without God, without me maintaining my end of of the com, of the conversation or the the communication or the uh communion with God. Right. God had ne- I looking back, I clearly see that God never left me. God never sure, stopped loving course, me and God never stopped providing his grace and saving power for me. Right, sure, of course. But void of my communion with God at that time, I will tell you, I was garbage in and whatever garbage came in as much as it 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 detested me or I was detested at the garbage I saw when I initially saw it. Right. It, it, you became, with enough you of became the immune. Yeah, exactly. And I became to, I came to the point where I started to mimic that garbage. And right. and then all of a sudden I saw other people come in and being influenced that w- right. thought they would never be influenced. Sure. Of course. And so and I think, you know, and, and of course, you know, I want to throw the emphasis on it, make sure you have a community because you had a community of garbage at the time as yes. well. And I think that that community is such a major aspect, a major point. I mean, look at any look at any youth in the entire world. You show me their friends, and I'll show you the character of the person. You know, a if, lot of a lot of cases, not every time, but a lot. I think we are we are relational people. Yes, and uh, I think those relationships are influencing us in a lot deeper ways than what we could ever possibly imagine. So, okay, Country Girl says you can really stress your out with uh, let's see yourself out. Uh, with worrying about everything, about what you see or what you do. Uh, let's see here. That you lose so much that you lose focus. Uh, and don't think God wants to beat ourselves. He, God doesn't want us to be, beat ourselves up all the time. Some people make things as man-made laws. And then Richard says, you have to use wisdom and judgment in the world and cinema and television, etc. So. Right. And, and Mary says, "Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Hey Mary!" <laughs> yeah, I, I, and sorry. Okay, let's go back to Harry Potter real quick. Um, okay, uh, there is just some amazing, redeeming, beautiful things in this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, that I think that anyone could be able to talk about and be able to talk about it. And one of them is is um, hope in the midst of death uh, and and life. Yes, um, friendship relationships are just just oozing in this movie yes and uh and uh oh there's something else i, I was going to talk about like love love in general like what is love what is yep. real love and uh um, in versus infatuation that was one of the things stephanie talked about yeah, in our yeah, review yeah so i mean you got a lot of really good stuff you also have movie. the you have the the courage of of harry potter the, this un, unending courage and strength in his character. And I think and I think the the way I describe that is his courage is is rarely ever courage without self-sacrifice. Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to say courage and and he has a he has a great strength about and him. Dumbledore. It, uh-huh. But but Harry Potter has a great strength about him and Severus Snape with 
I know you're. I know you're trying to get me now. <laughs> he has a great strength about him with the the attitude of meekness or the character of meekness. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's and Humility, then, and yeah, then if you know. and and of course this is not this is not spoiler because if you haven't seen any of these movies, then uh, you would know this. But Malfoy has always been this bold and arrogant and quote unquote he's trying to be show off and be strong and what, but right. he he's always been a weak, sniveling little twerp. Right. That whimpers and cries at every turn. Right. You know, and, and it is just. And he, and he starts living into who he thinks he is, but he's wrestling with who he really is. Yes. In this movie. And I love. Is that, is that a good tease to tell everybody to go watch the movie? Yes. And I, and I, <laughs> and I love how that story unfolds. And yeah. of course. It, and and I, do, I do want to talk oh, just a little bit. You, you can finish up the statement. I'm no, sorry. that's I just, fine. I'm done. I, I really want to talk about um, the cinematography. I mean, you mentioned it a little bit. There were some there were some cuts to the to, 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 to scene changes mm-hmm. that were some of the most beautiful I have ever, yes. ever seen. Yes. I mean, it was so beautiful that it was obvious in my mind. This is obvious. Now, a lot of people should just go, you know, like way over their head. But it was so obvious to me, the beauty of the art in this movie, mm-hmm. the way it was filmed was so artful. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, you know, everything was so well thought out. And so, you know, some people are just like, okay, we'll just do it here, do it here. But I mean, you could just tell the, 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 the art that went into the heart that went into, they didn't do any white fades. Yeah, no, no. white <laughs> And so I just would love to talk about if we want to um, just here, we have a, a, a creator God that uh, God in and of God's self is a creative being, a creative and a creating being. Mm-hmm. And one of the beautiful things is, is God allowed that aspect of God's self to be within us. Yes that we actually have this beautiful ability to be able to create art, mm-hmm. to be able to create things, whether it be, you know, cars or whatever else. I mean, he put that in, in us, like an innate ability in us to be able to appreciate what is beautiful and to appreciate beauty, to become beauty uh, in a way or joining. And I would say joining God in creating this beauty. Um, so, I mean, that's a huge part for me that rarely does anyone ever talk about, especially Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Do we do we and can we uh, look for more creative ways of being able to see God and the beauty that's found within art, uh, within movies and stuff like that too? But I just I just was blown away. I mean, I really was just in awe almost. Um, and it's so frustrating me because the guy I watched it with Ryan, he just he trash talked the entire time. He'd never seen any other movies, and his he he literally. So this is the re, this is the response. I think he was just wearing hater pants, but. Here's his response to the movie. Wow, they spent two hours. He said they they it took three hours to basically say, "Here's the good people, here's the bad people," and a big thing happens at the end. Hmm. That's the way he summed up the movie. And I'm yeah. like, how can you miss? I, I, I you know I just well he he has you're not ignoring invested all the, in anything in well, prior movies. He, even he, if he hadn't invested in the prior movies, there was amazing amount of humor, great acting. I think the storyline was not that bad, although it was a very basic storyline. I understand that. You know, good versus evil. What? That's Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's every. In his defense, though, I would say that you and I really enjoyed some of the humor that is lost if you don't have the backstory of the characters. I think sometimes, too. But I, like I said, a lot of the humor was just in the acting. Well, And I think that but it comes through from 
from knowing those people. I mean, we possibly, I possibly, believe yeah. that, it, I it, that we have an intimate understanding of where these people have been. So when we see when we see Harry Potter or Hermione or you know or Malfoy or or Snape, you know Professor Snape, we see those characters and when we see them perform an action on the scene or a facial expression on the scene, we we experience that facial expression based upon the previous right, and that's, six and that's what I told him too. Know, and five or six and movies. That's what we talked seen. about on the guys' podcast last night. I, was, I just kept on saying over and over again. I was like, dude, you've got to see the other movies. I mean, this is just like the Lord of the Rings. If you just watched one of the Lord of the Rings movies, you missed the movie. Yeah, because it, no, the it's, movie it's is like watching the third. Yeah, you have to watch all of them to actually watch the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not three separate movies; it's one movie that they had to just separate out. Yeah, same thing's true of the, of, of the series, the Harry Potter series yeah. too. Well, it, anyway, I I will say that it it you know, and and I don't I don't think that I have to explain this, but I did experience the goodness of God in enjoying that episode of Harry Thor- Potter. Thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thoroughly I, enjoyed it. Yeah, I just, oh gosh, it was it was great. It really was. So, DG, I have a topic that, you know, I, at this point, I can't remember who brought this up. And it was probably my good friend Richard in the chat room, but it could have been somebody else uh, that sent along something that got me looking and, and, okay. and digging around. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think I've heard this as a pet peeve of yours. And it's certainly a pet peeve of mine. And I just want to say that, I, I, if God could outlaw a few things, you know, I think we all have an opinion of some things that God would just outlaw, just make it quite illegal. I say God would declare a decree today and say from this day forth, there shall be no this. Right. And I think that church signs completely cool <laughs> marquees on them outlawed. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, DG? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I get so frustrated with, with um, you know, the church signs that they can put up whatever word they want to put up. That's the kind of signs we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's fine if you want to just say, you know, VBS this week or Soup yeah. Kitchen, whatever. Or my but, our service starts at 945. Or, exactly. And yeah. even the titles of the sermons, eh, if yeah. you, but hey, at least you're still using it for, for you know. informational purposes. Exactly. But these people that come up with the cutesy sayings. <laughs> That are, oh my gosh, either highly offensive or oh, just yes. so stinking cheesy that you want to go, you just, you, you wanna, are a ugh. lousy representation of the creative right. God that we serve and the loving God that we serve. Right. All right. So here, here I'm going to read some of these to you. Now, it's very possible. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it was Richard. Uh, it's very possible that one or two of these are actually made up because they have church sign generators online. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah, could, but I will tell you without a doubt, I've seen the church ch- sign generators without a doubt. I can guarantee you that at least 80% of what I'm about ready to read to you are real official signs. All right. So here's Poplar Springs drive Baptist church. Okay. Marquis says, do we really care? And it was actually supposed to say, we do really care. (laughs) Wow. All right. So here we go. St. Philip's Lutheran Church. Now, this is one that I think is probably could possibly be fake, but it says stop, drop and roll uh, will not work. uh, Stop, drop and roll will not work in hell. Although I could really see there's some been some real official church signs that I've seen out that would probably put something like that. Yeah, that is ridiculous. All right. 
Here's one that uh, Unitarian Universalist Bible study 7 p.m. Bring Bible scissors. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Wow. First assembly of God. The word Christian is a noun. Okay. <laughs> it meant to say, News at 11. It meant to say verb. Yes. Oh, goodness. That's funny. Uh, don't let worries kill you. Let the church help. <laughs> All right. Crosswalk Christian community. Just a moment with us can mean eternity with God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> nice. You know, I got some on this side. We'll just go back and forth. Okay, go ahead. Uh, there are some questions that can't be answered by Google. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that one's actually funny. Yeah, some of these are good. That's I like that one. Okay. Abundant life. And by the... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> First of all, abundant life is the is the name. Uh, and you have to see the... I know you, you can't... Oh, crud. I just lost my entire monitor. Oh, there we go. Check out the the abundant life is on an old store, like a yeah. little flashing arrow sign. The arrows. So, it's the stuff that you would see like flea market this yes, way. Exactly. <laughs> and abundant life. Uh, and it says Easter clown drama. <laughs> the Easter clown drama. That's awesome. All right, go this ahead. one says staying in bed, shouting, oh, God, does not constitute going to church. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Church of the Holy Trinity, good, uh, good, good, Ramagate. Anyway, foundation from the 12th century, 15th century stained glass, 18th century box pews. The church unchanged over 200 <laughs> years is now cared for by the church's conserva- uh, conservation trust. That's funny. That's Read the Bible, sign. it will scare the hell out of you. There you go. <laughs> we practice human sacrifice. Oh my God. I'm not kidding That's you. Awesome. That is not a sign and, generator. And next week, they're going to say, we practice cannibalism yeah. with eating the body and the blood of Christ. Walmart's not the only saving place. There you go. Free, uh, copy, free coffee, everlasting life. Yes, membership has its privileges. Nice. Wow. All right. Whoever stole our mower, God will get you. That is actually on the marquee of a church sign. Wow. 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 Yes. Artificial intelligence is no match for natural stupidity. Nice. Wow. Assemblies of God Church is somewhere. Don't forget some of these. These sign generators, DG, are very, very good. Well, this. Okay. I can see that, but it's. I don't know how good it is. But anyway, okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Get out of Facebook and get into my book. God. Yeah. Forgive that- your enemies. It messes with their heads. <laughs> let's see here. Net income tithing only gets you net abundant be- uh, blessings. <laughs> now, this one's kind of frustrating. Don't be so open minded. Your brains fall out. <laughs> uh, there, I- <laughs> the, oh, Valley Christian Church. There's no AC in hell either. Yeah. This one says, if you think it's hot here, imagine hell. Yeah, this one. This is from a Baptist church. It says we are Baptist, not Protestant. Well, stupids. Yes, you are. Protestant. <laughs> okay. Here you go. First English Lutheran church. Are you ready for this one? Welcome semi-annual worshipers. <laughs> Sometimes that's what I actually say on Christmas and Easter. Is it? Because <laughs> I just make a joke. I'd be like, you know, just let it out there. The elephants in the room. Yeah. But even if that one's a joke, it's not maybe appropriate for a marquee oh, yeah, no, no, I agree. where you don't have at least a little body language and inflection of voice to go along with that joke. This one says, Jesus says, I will make my home with you. <laughs> 
he's going to build you, <laughs> make you wood to his, to his, anyway. Yeah, there is some, did you see the one that's like the fight? There were the two, two churches were having a fight about whether dogs go to heaven or not. No. And it is hilarious. Like one would put up a sign one week and the other one would actually respond to it. Oh, and that the other would, would be respond funny. to it. And the other one would respond to it. Uh, which one is, it's like a, somebody, didn't somebody do dog heaven up there? DG, look at this one in the chat room. Oh, is it? Yeah, there, Calvin put the... Okay, yeah. It's up in the chat room. All right, Calvin, I, I bet it's there. I bet you're right. All right, now taking reservations, smoking or non-smoking. <laughs> okay, DG's not listening. I'm to sorry. That's yeah, fine. Sorry. I was, well, I was clicking on this one. All dogs go to heaven. Claim photographs show a church sign debate over whether dogs go to heaven. Status is false. Um, so anyway, but it just says like... The Catholic Church says all dogs go to heaven, and then the Presbyterian Church across it says only humans go to go to heaven. Read the Bible, and the Catholic Bible says, or the Catholic Church says, uh, God loves all His creation, dogs included. And then the Presbyterian Church says dogs don't have souls. This is not open for debate. <laughs> and then the, the Catholic Church says Catholic dogs go to heaven. Presbyterian dogs can talk to their pastor. <laughs> and the Presbyterian Church says converting to Catholicism does not magically grant your dog a soul. And then the Catholic Church says free dog souls with conversion. <laughs> the Presbyterian church says dogs are animals. There aren't any rocks in heaven either. And then it said, uh, all rocks go to heaven. <laughs> so, all rocks go to heaven. <laughs> that's, what the that's hilarious. That's awesome. So anyway, I, whether it's real or not, it's still fun. It's yeah. actually used by the sign generator. So yeah. This says it's actually used by the church yeah. sign generator website. Yeah. But it's such a great, that's a great story. I like the Bethel Pentecostal church. Abundant life center says changing churches. Does it really matter which one you stay home from? <laughs> oh, I, I actually believe that one's a real one. Oh it, man. It's it so might be. I, that's the problem with these random uh, with these sign generators is you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you cannot tell. Yeah. Well, like do you ever seen all the ones like weather forecast, God reigns. Oh yeah, and and one or seven days without God makes one week. Yeah, W E A K. Ah, anyway, tithe if you love Jesus. Uh, anyone can honk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Women's Bible stud, and it's got a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, that's funny. Anyway, so, God is like Folgers. He's the best thing about waking up. Yeah. Anyway, I, you know, some of the, most of these are probably just fake and stuff like that. Yeah. But but let's just but let's be honest. Everyone's driven past these signs. You've driven past. You know them. what we're talking about. The whole reason there's so many fake ones out there is because it's such a la- it's the laughing stock of churches with marquees on the front of them. Yeah. So if your church has a marquee and you have a silly saying, you might want to talk to somebody in your church and say. Should we really have this? <laughs> Just for Cliff and I's sake, please. <laughs> for for the sake of all Christianity, please. Yes, yes. You know, now, you know and, and okay, here's a great, I think that it all kind of goes down to, what's the purpose of the sign, honestly? Is the purpose of the sign so you can get people to come in? No. Or is the purpose of the sign, you know, just what what is the purpose of the sign? And a lot of times when you're putting up these funny sayings, um, I, the sad thing is, is a lot of people just assume that your sign is there to get you to come in because 90% of the signs that are out there are trying to get you to do something. And a lot of them are, Hey, 
this is the golden arches come in here and get some food you know it's just like that's what the typical understanding of a sign no, is. See, I, I disagree with that. The gar- golden arches don't do that. The gar- golden arches do what I think a sign is supposed to do, which is saying, hey, here we are. This is where we're at. Marketing is what says when you see the golden arches, go in. Well, see, marketing. Yeah, but it's the same thing. I'm, I'm actually saying they're the same thing. I see. A I, sign, I disagree. Signage is marketing. I disagree. I, I I I guess it could be yeah it's it's advertising yeah. but I don't think it's marketing. Uh, same thing. So, no, see, I think it, a sign is because infra- I used to work at a sign store and I believe a sign should be unless it unless that's there there are banners that are promotional and see that's right. I I don't think a, sh- a sign should be promotional. You know, okay, yeah. I don't. It's. It, I don't think signs should be a, unless it's a promotional sign. Right. I, I. But a sign that says, "Hey, here we are. This is who we are." I think a sign should be informational. 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 Promotional should be banners or whatever. But it could be. But I'm saying is, it's. I think it's okay to be to be entertainment. Like, why can't that be just a fun way of blessing somebody when they're driving past? It'd be I don't know, but I mean, it, just put a funny joke on there that has nothing to do with the church or God or anything. Just put a funny joke on there, like some a joke you'd hear on Car Talk or something. You just I I, I personally I feel like it's gimmicky. I I I, it, I just feel like it. That's a gimmick. Even if you're just causing people to smile on their way to work. Yeah, because what one person thinks funny is not a, uh, jokes can be taken so I many agree. different ways. I and, agree, but I if I had one, if, if there was a point to a church that actually had one. I, I would use it as just as just a, a fun way of saying, hey, you know, we've got we're not really super serious here. We're just we're people just like you. And see, here's you know what I'm saying it's just here's if, if I was here's what I would do. If I had a church sign with a marquee, I would say uh, I would put out things that congratulation graduates of, you know, Connor High School. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Um, happy birthday. Happy 90th birthday, Joe Robbins. Right. You know, member, you know, outstanding member of our community right. for the last 90 years. So well, sorry to hear about your heart attack. Mary, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Mary, know. who's in room so-and-so of St. Elizabeth's. Our Orange. prayers go out to those, to those who suffered, you know, Hurricane right. Katrina. The, you know, that's the kind of message. But right. and, and the, the sign that I always tell everybody that if I had one, I would put up there and just say, hey, sorry for what the church has done for you. Yeah. Or done to you. You know, just put it up there especially right next to the really cheesy ones <laughs> and be like whoa yeah but anyway. i you know because when i look at a sign what do i want to see i number one I, I i look for a sign because it's like okay where is this church it's like oh hey we're over here this is this is the you're at the right place right, right, right. because you drive down and you see churches you get like four different churches on this block yeah. in the city or whatever or wherever you happen to be and it's like okay here's a building it looks it de- that's definitely a church but is it the right one Right, and the sign says communicates to me Emmanuel Church of the Nazarene. It, uh, that is a man. This building right, equals yeah. what this sign says, and right. it's like okay. And so, let, so which all these signs driving, which most of these signs actually have above the marquee part. Exactly, I mean it's there. That part's taken care of. <laughs> exactly, and so the then the question becomes okay. Uh, I'm driving past. And it's like I'm not a church going person, and I drive past this place every day, and I see that that is a church, and I see the name of it, and it's like all of a sudden maybe one day it's like man. I, Maybe I have to do. Maybe I feel like I just should go check out a church, right? You know, right, sure. it's like I pass that one. I wonder when they meet. I'm not comfortable enough to pick up the phone and call them, right? Sure. So I wonder when they meet. Services, you right, know, right, Sunday sure, morning sure. this time. Yeah. It's like, 
that's my open invitation to come in. Do, and as far as I'm concerned, that's the perfect spot for the marquee because, right. you know, I don't know if I really want to put that, you know, have into you, the sign because it, that might change. Right. And have you ever been a part of a church? Like your church has one of the marquee signs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, and, I've and, been a and part you were of a church. Okay with it. Were, you, were you okay with the, some of this stuff or were you kind of frustrated with some of the stuff that Our that church did? always did just, you know, the announcements. announcements. Okay, that, okay. That's all it was. Like one time at the Florence Methodist Church in Lexington, I know we, we're running low on time here. We got to quit here pretty yeah. soon. But they actually had the sign. It was up. There was like a preaching. Uh, it like talking about the, the sermon and it was like fasting. And they had another sign out beside it that said, all you can eat pancake supper. <laughs> <laughs> and that one actually went up on the newspaper of Lexington Herald. Nice. But then one time they actually had it vandalized and they actually moved the letters that were left that said, God loves vandals. And, and you and you literally saw the glass shattered and it was hanging and it said, God loves vandals. And that was cool. You know, that was a cool story. I mean, yeah. Just. A real life story there, not just once we're driving past. Anyway, just something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just I mean, it, obviously, I'm not that passionate about this, yeah, but yeah. but I do believe that it, you know, gimmicky stuff. I believe does does kind of tarnish the the Christian faith just a hair. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. We, we, there's so much more damage that we Christians do to the Christian view of the you know, world uh, right. well beyond marquee signs yeah. would ever accomplish. But with that being said, well, I just think wanna, about it. Exactly. And I, I just want to say, if you have been blessed by this podcast or if you've enjoyed it, if you smiled at all during this podcast, thank you. Because that's the main reason we're doing this is for you. And if you want to help out, then we would love for you to be able to join the GSPN community. That would be awesome. You could be a plus member. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to GSPN dot tv slash plus and uh no one called in today but hey that's always availability on tuesday mornings 10 a.m eastern standard time you can give us a call and you can actually leave us a message or you could be able to call us um and the voicemail feedback line is 859-795-4067 but the studio phone line like if you actually wanted to call live that's seven nine five four zero five seven. Yeah, and that's always right below and right above the chat room. Right. So, and as always, we have a sponsor of our show that's going to remind everyone: please pray for a church other than your own. Yes, and we're in, we're in need of. Uh, I mean, that was a one-time sponsorship. You know, thing. has it run out yet? Well, I no. It, 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 he he said, you know, this is a way of me sponsoring for the year. But just okay, okay. just so people know, we're not bringing like in a regular income from this show. So yeah, when we say that, it, so if you if you do want to help support this and and lots of other content that we produce, it's not just this podcast. Right. Check out our shows over at gspn.tv slash shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 different shows to choose from. Uh, nice. And you can, and of course, when you become a Plus member, you gain access to every show that we produce and you are helping to support this. And all the stuff that is, is faith-based, uh, we make every episode available for free. And exactly. so, and, and we do that. And, and a lot of people uh, do write in and, and share how they've been blessed. And, yeah. and, I, and I've got two of the shows, The Guys Podcast, yep. is Tech News video games movie reviews we, we just we, and that's uh, Wednesday nights 9pm on geeksradio.fm if you want to hear it live and then we'll put eventually put it out on some feed somewhere if Courtney would actually do it and Praxis Podcast we actually got some really great Praxis Podcasts coming up uh, pretty soon so check out PraxisPodcast.com thanks so much for listening this is DG otherwise known as Twitter.com slash Argon 52 and I am Twitter.com slash GSPN and until next time love y'all join the community <laughs>